Hare Krishna, Vanchakalpa, Trubhyascha, Kripasindubhyebhacha, Patitanam, Bhavanebhyo, Vaishnavebhyo, Namo, Namaha. So welcome to the continuation of Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 12, Chapter 2, The Symptoms of the Age of Kali. We are on text number 8. Uh, we're a depressing chapter in many ways, but anyway. Uh, just to get us up to 8, I'll, I'll, I'll read the translations for 6 and 7 so you can get the mood before we go on to 8. But first I'll say this, Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya So uh, 6 and 7 go like this. A sacred place will be taken to consist of no more than a reservoir of water located at a distance. And beauty will be thought to depend on one's hairstyle. Filling the belly will become the goal of life and one who is audacious will be accepted as truthful. He who can maintain a family will be regarded as an expert man and the principles of religion will be observed only for the sake of reputation. That was six, seven. As the earth thus becomes crowded with a corrupt population, whoever among any of the social classes shows himself to be the strongest will gain political power. So now we're up to text eight. Uh, considering with this thing, I'll read the Sanskrit first. Prajahi lubdhai rajanyayar nigrinayar dasyudharma bihi achinna dhara dravirna yashanti girikananam. Losing their wives and properties to such avaricious and merciless rulers who will behave no better than ordinary thieves, the citizens will flee to the mountains and forests. Uh, Swami has the same translation and there's no purports to this. Uh, uh, praja means the people. Here the ordinary, uh, uh, the citizens, uh, lubda, avaricious, greedy, uh, and uh, the rulers who will behave the uh, uh, like the word dasyu here is translated as ordinary thieves. I looked up this word in the Sanskrit dictionary, if you're interested. It's an interesting word. Uh, uh, what it gives for it here in the, in the dictionary is all conquered by Indru, Agni, and others. Impious or impious men called also Ashradha and so on, faithless. It also, another synonym is barbarian and ugly-faced and inferior or inhuman, a robber. And then it says, uh, any outcast or Hindu has become so my neglect of the essential rights. 
one who cannot be accepted as a witness. These are the kind of things. So here they uh, translated as uh, ordinary thieves. So, but so you get the idea. Really bad people, uh, and uh, so then they've they've taken away wives, property, and so on. So they go to the mountains and forests, that the uninhabitable places. Now they have to go into hiding or uh, refuge, uh, like refugees with no place to go. So now it continues here, uh, text number nine. Shakamula mishakshodra palapushpashti bojanaihi Anavrishyavinakshyanti durbiksha karabhiditaha piditaha. Harassed by famine and excessive taxation taxes, people re resort to eating leaves, roots, flesh, wild honey, fruits, flowers, and seeds. Struck by drought, they will become completely ruined. So this is now your, uh, um, your uh, in a in a state of uh, uh, living in the wild now. Uh, you can't stay in your villages and things, so you have to graze <laughs> on what you can find. So you just uh, you eat wild things uh, because of this uh, uh, durbiksha uh, famine. Uh, nothing to eat, uh, and uh, and then this uh, idea of uh, kara uh, taking, which basically is, is taxation here. Um, um, this is what happens uh, to you, and so you're living on whatever you can find. Uh, 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 so they have this list, leaves, shaka, mula, roots, uh, amrisha, meat, you know, eat the kitty cats. And <laughs> uh, anyway, so that, that's your thing. Uh, there's a, a purport here to this text uh, in the BBT. Um, uh, Srimad Bhagavatam authoritatively describes the future of our planet. Just as a leaf disconnected from a plant or tree dries up, withers and disintegrates, when human society is disconnected from the Supreme Lord, it withers up and disintegrates into violence and chaos. Despite all our computers and rockets, if the Supreme Lord does not send rain, we shall all starve. So that's, uh, uh, they, they use this word uh, anavrishya. Avristi uh, means, you know, the word vrishya means rain. So without uh, want of rain. That's why they say this famine comes from drought and there's no, uh, nothing to eat. And then we go on uh, with text 10. Shitavata, uh, Shitavata, Tapa, Pravrit, 
himayar anyon yata prajaha shudribhyam vyadibis chaiva samtapsyam tejachim taya. The citizens will suffer greatly from cold, wind, heat, rain, and snow. They will be further tormented by quarrels, hunger, thirst, disease, and severe anxiety. So here's the social breakdown. So there's a list here. Shita means cold. Vata means wind. Atapa means heat, like too much sun. Pravrit means torrential rain. Hima means snow. <laughs> Anyonyataha, with one another, you're quarreling among the praja, among the citizens. Shut, chibyam, and thirst, and vyadhi, disease, all these things are distressed and the word is used here, chintaya, by anxiety. Chinta, the word chinta, you know, means a thought, actually. But then when you are getting anxiety, excessive thought, care, anxious thought, worry, you know, obsessive, compulsive. Every, th every time you turn around, it makes you worry. So this is the anxiety. And then when we come to text number 11, uh, this is just a single line text, or in the book sometimes they do it in two lines. Uh, Eleven goes, Trimshat Vimshati Varshani Paramayu Kalaunrinam. The maximum duration of life for human beings in Kali Yuga will become 50 years. Trimshat Vimshat Varshani, that's 30 plus 20. <laughs> this way of saying 50, 50 years, the uh, parama ayu, the ma maximum ayu is length of life, like Ayurveda is supposed to extend your life. So 50 years will be the, the maximum uh, duration of life uh, that's here. So now we come to this huge block translation from 12 to 16. One, two, three, four, yeah, five verses. And what I'm going to do is I'll read the translation for the whole complex and then go through and do verse by verse with uh, looking at the Sanskrit a little bit because there are interesting variations and differences between the BBT translation and Banu Swami's translation. So here's this uh, block translation of uh, uh, 12 through 16. Uh, by the time the age of Kali ends, the bodies of all creatures will be greatly reduced in size and the religious principles of followers of Varnashrama will be ruined. The path of the Vedas will be completely forgotten in human society and so-called religion will be mostly atheistic. The kings will be mostly will mostly be thieves. The occupation of men will be stealing, lying, and needless violence, and all the social classes will be reduced to the lowest level of shudras. Cows will be like goats. 
Spiritual hermitages will be no different from mundane houses, and family ties will extend no further than the immediate bonds of marriage. Most plants and herbs will be tiny, and all trees will, be, will appear to be like dwarf shami trees. Clouds will be full of lightning, homes will be devoid of piety, and all human beings will behave, will have become like asses. At that time, the Supreme Personality of Godhead will appear on earth, acting with the power of pure spiritual goodness. Uh, he will rescue eternal religion. Uh, so let's go through this, and then I'll read the purport at the end, and, and, and look at each one of these uh, a little separately. Uh, 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 you may have a little hard time following me if you have the, the book in front of you, but um, so beginning with uh, text number uh, twelve. Yeah, shu uh, shu dehinam kali doshataha varnashrama vattam dharme nashte veda pate nrinam. Uh, by the time the age of Kali ends, so now we're going, you know, just fast forwarding, uh, the bodies of all creatures will be greatly reduced in size. The word for word for that is Shiamaneshu, having become smaller. And the religious principles of, of followers of Varnashram will be ruined. Uh, the Varnashrama Vatam, the members of the followers of Vata, Varna Ashrama, uh, uh, Kali Doshata, by the contamination or the fault of Kali, will be ruined. The Dharma, their their religious principles, have uh, Nashte, Nashta, you know, Nashta destroyed. Uh, Vedapata, the path of the Vedas for all men, will be forgotten in human society. The word shiamana, uh, shiamana, shiamana, which says they translate as having become uh, smaller, uh, generally means perishing, wasting away, decaying. So it doesn't necessarily mean they shrink in size, but just become infirm or destroyed in, in some kind of, of, of way, uh, uh, reduced in size, littler, yeah. Uh, bad diet, you know, will do that for you, and uh, drinking dirty water, you know, like Puerto Rico now is a, is a fast forward <laughs> to, to, to what it lo looks like uh, for these people. Uh, 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 Bandhu Swami has a little translation for this part. He's uh, a little, a little uh, uh, a purport. Uh, uh, yeah, by the time the age of Kali ends, the bodies of all creatures, yeah, the same way, will be reduced in size, and and uh, the religious people 
principles of fallen will be ruined. And then, oh, I see. Then it says the here in the 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 path the beta pate will be it will be uh, uh, completely forgotten in human society. Uh, uh, then uh, it goes on here, text thirteen. Uh, and so-called religion will both be mostly atheistic. Parshanda prachure dharma. Religion will become parshanda prachura. Which they translate, uh, yeah, mostly atheism. And dashu prayushu rajishu. And the kings, uh, dashu, uh, will become mostly thieves. Uh, we already talked about that word dashu. It shows up, and this word prayashu means almost or almost always or nearly and approaching or something like. You see that all the time is 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 is, is uh, this word is used a lot. This uh, prayashu. Nastu prayashu about dashu when you're. We know that verse of a lot of us, when uh, uh, all inauspicious things are destroyed, almost to nil. Nasta prayeshu said, Nasta destroyed almost all. So close to or nearly or approaching. And, the, uh, uh, and then uh, the, the, the occupation which you will have to live on will be uh, stealing, thieving, vitta uh, himsa, uh, mostly useless slaughter, uh, and, and so on, banditry. How are you going to live? You know, how, what will be your means of livelihood at this point? Your vritti, you know, the word vritta means livelihood. This is how you're going to make your livelihood by being a thief, by lying. Vritta uh, himsa, uh, uh, you know, careless slaughter uh, of uh, uh, and so on. This is what will will happen. Uh, and then uh, then. Then uh, with uh, 14, Shudra Prayeshu Varneshu, Chaga Prayeshu Denushu, Griha Prayeshu Ashrameshu, Yona Prayeshu Bandushu. So the people will be uh, mostly. Uh, uh, like uh, shudras, uh, uh, and here here they say at low class. I mean the lowest level of shudra, because there's different grades of shudra too. I mean anybody who gets a paycheck is a shudra, so that's why you know Ramananda Roy says I'm a shudra because he he's he's a civil servant, but then the civil servant has huge amounts of power. So that's, you know, that's one kind of servant. 
the Kayastas, you know, so, so sometimes they're regarded as Shudras and sometimes as Kshatriyas because they, they govern depending on where you are. Prabhupada mentions that in Bengal, they're regarded as, 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 as Shudras, but in, uh, in uh, other places they're as Kshatriyas because of that idea. But then if you just, you know, put bricks together or something, then you're, so different kinds of Shudras are there. And then the cows will be like uh, like goats, like very little and you know not uh, not very light. Uh, and the ashrams, the spiritual hermages, will just be like regular households, you know, just like places to sleep and eat. <laughs> Nothing spiritual going on here, right? It's where if you can't do anything else, you go to an ashram. Okay, now I'm renounced, and they'll at least feed me. <laughs> We've seen that behavior anyway <laughs> already. <laughs> it's not even by the end, and <laughs> it's happening. And then uh, uh, bandushu, family ties, relatives, yona uh, prayeshu, extending no further than uh, marriages. Uh, uh, this word yona. Uh, because because Banuswami uh, translates it as no further than youthful youth youthfulness, which I, I don't understand where he gets that from, because the word yona in the dictionary it comes from the word yoni relating to the birth, you know, the womb or place of birth, and uh, in other words, it seems the suggestion is family ties. If you're married to each other, that's the family ties. But as far as you know, other relatives. Remember, families used to be a whole bunch of people. You know, when 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 uh, Prabhupada a lot of times translates the word cousin brother, or even today in India you hear cousin brother because your cousins are almost like brothers. The difference between brothers and cousins was, you know, you're close. This is what we used to say the extended family when sociologists talk it used to be the extended family was the, was the unit and because the family was not only a unit of consumption but also of production and so everybody worked together and you know a lot of times all the sons would live together and their wives and therefore all the children so you know it was like one big unit and now it's shrunk to 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 the, 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 the you know the, the, the essential family unit and now those of course are splitting and splitting and splitting and splitting so we've seen this happen even even you know since the 19th century this has been proceeding uh, to this kind of thing just that relationship by by marriage and then you know so this is this Yona. Uh, uh, the matrimonial connection seems to be it. Uh, 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 so yeah, so this is like when you study any kind of you know, sociology that tell you this about the extended family, the, what they call now the nuclear family. And now, of course, the nuclear has been, sp been split. <laughs> so so that's, that's what's going on. Uh, Uh, then, uh, with text 15, Anu Prayeshu Oshadishu Shami Prayeshu Stanushu Vidyut Prayeshu 
Megeshu Shunya Praeshu Sadmasu. Most plants and herbs will be tiny, and all trees will be, be appear like dwarf shami trees. Clouds will be full of lightning, and homes will be devoid of piety. Uh, just like shami trees. Interesting, if you want to go online and look up in the Wikipedia, the shami tree. Uh, it's very interesting little tree because it's one of those, uh, it, uh, it, it's, it, it's a tree which has a very tough hard wood and it's used to kindle sacrificial fire. So that's why it's famous tree and there's a, uh, it's, it's even this, uh, uh, grows in dry hot climates and, and so on. Uh, so it has this very tough hard wood. Uh, uh, and and uh, the Puruvas generated uh, fire by the friction of the two branches, the Shami and the Ashvata, the Banyan uh, uh, tree. Uh, so this is the, the Shami tree. So they're, they're kind of little trees. So all the trees, on the, even big ones, uh, will be like uh, Shami trees. Stanash, you know, just means trees in general, and then plants and herbs will become like anu, like little tiny, they'll be shrunken in size, oshalas as herbs and plants and things. The clouds will always manifest vidyu, lightning, they'll be full of lightning and things like that. Uh, and then uh, uh, and homes will be shunya uh, prayeshu. Uh, interesting, this interesting uh, devoid of religious life. Uh, uh, Banu Swami, uh, the BBT says, will be nearly all always uh, devoid. Of, the, the Sanskrit is shunya prayeshunya, empty. So Banu Swami translates as homes will be empty. But the BBT, uh, devoid of piety, because Shunya is also Buddhism, you know, <laughs> Shunyavada, Nirvishesha Shunyavada. So we hear nihilistic, you could say, homes will be completely nihilistic, uh, uh, like that. So that's when they say devoid of religious life. Everybody's a nihilist now. So you can do it two ways, uh, either empty or the sh if it refers to, uh, uh, you know, nihilism. Uh, 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 I mean, Buddhism is called nihilistic because it rejects the Vedic scriptures, and that's for you know because because uh, shunyatwa means reject the scriptures, and so it does. You know, then they have their own scriptures, so they go on, and then of course it comes back out again. You know, like a big religion when it tries to get rid of. Them. Uh, uh, anyway, so that's that's where, where that uh, that comes from. Uh, then, uh, uh, text 16, Itam Kalao Gata Praye Janeshu Kara Dharmishu Dharma Tranaya Satvena Bhagavan Avatar, uh, Avatarish Jati. 
and all human beings will have become like asses. Uh, at that time, the Supreme Personality of Godhead will appear on earth, acting with the power of pure spiritual goodness. He will rescue eternally, uh, e e eternal religion. So, so thus, Kalao Gata Prayeshu, when the age of Kali, within Sanskrit it began, when the age of Kali is almost ended, it's almost come to an end. And then Janeshu Karadharmishu, and the people will have served Karadharma. They will have, remember the word Dharma uh, 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 means they will follow the, the characteristics of it. Because the word uh, Dharman uh, by itself means having the nature of. So they, they will have the nature of Kara, asses. I mean, Dharma also means religion because it means, you know, your natural duties or your, you know, religion is that what you naturally do, actually. <laughs> uh, so, uh, they have their characteristics, you know, asses follow a script, too. <laughs> they, so, a human being will come like asses, they'll have kara uh, dharmishu. Uh, uh, they have the characteristics of ashes, uh, and uh, so that time, and uh, then it, it, it says when that happens, for the deliverance dharma trana, for the deliverance of dharma, then uh, satvena bhagavan arvatyadishati the. Uh, Lord uh, will descend sattvena by means of or in the pure mode of goodness. So the way the BBT translates this is, is acting with the power of pure spiritual goodness, sattvena, by means of, this is the instrumental case, by the means of sattva. So they say acting with the power of pure spiritual goodness uh, when uh, Banu Swami translates this, he says, uh, at that time the Supreme Lord will appear on the earth for rescuing Dharma with the body of Shuddha Sattva. His own form will be a spiritual body. That's another way, by means of Shuddha Sattva, his spiritual body. There's two ways of translates that. Uh, so the, the BBT here has given a purport to this clump of texts, which they do together, you know, this uh, 12 through 16. So I'll, I'll read that translation. Significantly, these verses point out that most so-called religions in this age will be atheistic, Pashanda Prachure Dharma. In confirmation of the Bhagavatam's prediction, the United States Supreme Court has recently ruled, again, it's not recent anymore, uh, that to be considered a religion, a system of belief need not recognize a supreme being. Also, many atheistic, voidistic belief systems, often imported from the Orient, have attracted the attention of modern atheistic scientists, 
who expand on the similar similarities between Eastern and Western voidism in fashionable esoteric verses. That's why when people often who have been atheistic people are brought up atheistically or atheistic, it's easy to go from believing in nothing to believing in, yeah, there's something, but it has no name, form, characteristics, you know, because, you know, uh, Buddhism or even uh, Mayavada philosophy is sort of, you know, the, 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 the atheistic void and the spiritual void are cognitively identical, and so then you can, you know, it just becomes a, a refuge for uh, something like that, you know. Uh, so it's, it's kind of a step towards, it could be a step toward religion, you know, and then at least that's the step I went to. You started to believe in nothing, then you become interested in Buddhism, and then you become interested in Mayavad philosophy, and then you start to read the Bhagavad Gita, and hey, this is not really what the Ramakrishna mission says it says, and then you become a devotee. That, that at least for me, you know, those are the steps I, 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 I went through. The uh, profane void becomes the sacred void, and the sacred void becomes uh, the, the, uh, the, you know, uh, Brahman without Nirvishesha Brahman, and then, you know, then you actually read what the Bhagavad Gita says and you realize, oh, it's Krishna. So, you know, it, it can work that way, too. It can work the other way, too, I guess. But anyway, anyway, so that's why. And he goes, These verses vividly describe many unsavory symptoms of the age of Kali. Ultimately, at the end of this age of Kali, Lord Krishna will descend as Kali and remove the thoroughly demonic persons from the faith of the earth. I mean, really, you know, I have to tell you this story. Uh, when I first uh, was read the Bhagavad Gita, it was in religious studies classes. And we read different translations, not Prabhupada's translations. And so when I had a, my third kind of Hinduism course, all the Hinduism courses were taught by, by Bengalis who were uh, somehow or others followers of the Ramakrishna mission idea of Hinduism. When I finally read another translation of the Gita and discovered that what the Gita was actually teaching was surrender to Krishna, I really thought it was my original discovery. <laughs> and I wrote about that in a paper which I got marked down from an A to a B because I mentioned that in there, that actually it's teaching surrender to Krishna. Because it's Sarvadhan Man put it, Jaja Ma Me Kam Braja, you know, give up all of the dharmas and come to me, you know, that's what it says. Aham Tvam Sarva Papibi Moksha Shami Ma, I mean, it's Krishna saying this, you know, but you're supposed to say, uh, you know, as as the the the, the common read, well, you're not to Krishna the person you surrender, but that which is unborn within Krishna. You know, the the one tra famous uh, translation says, you know. So so this is, uh, but this is this is uh, uh, went the other way. So that's the end of this sequence uh, of the description of of uh, of of Kali Yuga. Uh, up to text number 17. And then 17 through 25 
uh, then discusses the coming of Kalki and the end of Kali Yuga because Kalki Avatar then descends uh, to wipe things out and uh, uh, we'll do a little bit of that, I guess, before we, if we, we end. We got about five minutes. Uh, so we'll start with that, that uh, uh, section. In, uh, in, in text 17, Chara Chara, uh, Chara Chara Guru Vishnur Ishvarasya Kilatmanaha Dharma Tranaya Sadhunam Janma Karma Panutaye. Uh, Lord Vishnu, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, the spiritual master of all moving and non-moving living beings, and the supreme soul of all, takes birth to protect the principles of religion and to relieve his saintly devotions from the reactions of material work. Uh, 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 chara achara. Uh, chara, the word, uh, the Sanskrit verb char, actually it's the first word I learned in a Sanskrit class, char. Uh, go, wander, or graze, <laughs> char, C-A-R, char. Uh, so to move, to move, chara, achara. So those all living beings which are moving and non-moving. And then he says, guru, uh, the uh, spiritual master, uh, 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 Vishnu. Uh, uh, it's in the... The, uh, the, the guru, Vishnu, the guru of Charachara. So the, uh, Banu Swami translates it, the guru, Vishnu, the guru of all non-moving and non-moving living beings and the supreme soul of all uh, 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 because this is what then is the uh, uh, Gurur Vishnur Ishvarasya, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Akila Atmanaha, there's the Supreme Soul, Akila uh, uh, Atmanaha, here Atmanaha is the Supreme Soul. Remember the word Atma can, goes all over the place, so one who's really the soul of all souls is also Atma. So Atma can designate, the meaning of Atma is self. So it can de designate the, the individual souls. It can also delegate the supreme yeah. souls. So sometimes you say Paramatma, but sometimes it's just Atma by itself. But here, Akila Atma, the soul of all. Uh, so he is the self of all selves. It's a super self, we like to say, you know. Uh, and the Ishwara, Ishwara means controller uh, 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 of all. Uh, so he descends Dharma Trana, the protection of Dharma, uh, 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 and then uh, uh, for the, the the word that's a verb at the end is uh, Apanutaye for the 
the the word uh, apanuti, apanuti, the removing or taking away uh, of uh, here it says of of uh, uh, janma and karma. Uh, f- Oh, excuse me. Uh, he take no. I'm sorry. No, it's not that way. He takes birth. Janma. He descends. the The appearance of the Lord is here. The appearance. Why do take away the karma of everyone? Because Janma and karma is not together here. A, a karma apanucha to remove the karma of the sadhus. So there are some devotees left. Apparently, this uh, even at the end of Kali Yuga. Uh, to relieve his saintly devotees from the uh, the uh, uh, driving away. So that's, I guess, we'll have to end there. Uh, the next verse mentions Shambhala Gram, the, the, the Shambhala. You know, it's, the Buddhists have taken over that word, but here's where it's earlier mentioned uh, in the Vedas as a you know, in the 30s, uh, a guy named James Hilton wrote a book called uh, Shangri-La, which is apparently based on this Shambhala story of this heavenly kingdom somewhere lost up in the Himalayas or remote regions of the world. Here is this Shambhala. Uh, and, and so it's a kind of this Shambhala grama. And the next, uh, next place he appears is going to be this Shambhala grama. Where there is actually uh, some saintly person in which whose uh, family he takes birth, so we'll pick up there at Shambhala. <laughs> uh, and remember, it's not Buddhist; it's Hindu. Before, <laughs> if you want, uh, who owns it? <laughs> okay, we'll stop there and uh, see if we have any questions or comments. Uh, about uh, these, uh, I'm so happy we're finished with the uh, rest of Kali Yuga here, <laughs> and come come to uh, the uh, Kalki Avatar here. Okay, so um, if you are on the phone, you can press star six, and that will unmute yourself so you can ask a question. If you are somehow by miracle watching Mayapur TV, despite the technical difficulties, you can type in a question. Um, but I would request you type in a question on Ravindasriprabhu's website, rsdasa.com, in the comment box in the lower right-hand corner. Or um, people can also put their questions and uh, type them into Facebook underneath the live broadcast there. I just have a quick comment. It's yeah. interesting about um, the nuclear family becoming like the only source of family, right? And now that is so much breaking apart. Yeah. And uh, but then there's the, you can see this kind of desire for family and even a wider family with these movements of like building community. You know, d- you know, thinking of the family in different terms than just mm-hmm. you know marriage relationships or biological relationships and trying to commit create community and it takes a whole village to raise a child sort of philosophy yeah, uh-huh. you know th- yeah. there's still some remnants of mm-hmm. that um, I can just riff off, it. riff off that idea is it seems to each progressive s- like step you make away from the extended family 
it becomes actually more and more difficult to do things like raise children or yeah. as, uh-huh. you, as you go further. Sure. Yeah, and it's interesting because we keep trying to tell ourselves this is normal, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, it, but, it, but, it's, but it's not. Um. This is just a... F- not re- ten, it's a re- uh, it's, um, about the trees thing <laughs> becoming smaller. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 I don't know if there's anything to this, but I was just thought of the redwood trees, you know, these giant. Yeah. Right. And if those are like sort of a leftover from... Like Longer time ago, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and uh, last time we were at the redwoods, and it was really interesting reading the maps of um, how far-reaching the redwoods used to be all over the world, actually. Wow. Mm-hmm. And now they're in this little... <laughs> little tiny strip of land yeah. in one state in the United yeah. States. It's kind of interesting. Yeah, they may all have shrunken, huh? <laughs> yeah, especially like the, the giant sequoias, you know. Yeah. Uh-huh. They used to use the tree trunks as like dance floors and bowling alleys and things like that. They're so big. Yeah, I, when I was a kid, we went to a sequoia that you could drive through. They had... Mm-hmm damaged the trees so you could drive. Cars were a little smaller those days than they are today, too, sometimes. But anyway. Wasn't there also, as far as humans changing size, isn't there even biblical stories where like yeah, people generally are gi- larger? Giants are larger and taller, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. now we just think that those are all myths and right, you know, right. things like that. But uh-huh. um, here's a question. I'm not quite sure who it's from, but this is, why is it so bad? about clouds being full of lightning? Well, if you're ever near a cloud that's full of lightning all the time, it's very dangerous, you know. And it sounds to me like it could be an artifact of climate change to have a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, electrical activity in a disturbed atmosphere so that there's always storms everywhere you go and you don't see a cloud that just shelters you but actually is deals lethal uh, electrical strikes and things like that. So uh, we might find out that one of the effects of climate change that's, that seems to be taking place may be the increase in electrical activity in the atmosphere. Yeah, that reminds me back in the fourth canto where they talk about when demons are being born and the yeah, there's <laughs> and, always the, and, the, and, and the climate issues and you know hurricanes and bad weather mm. in general. Also, also fire. Right? Fire and comes from lightning. Yeah, mm-hmm. just what happens recently, right? That's how forest fires start. A lot of times, is just lightning strikes and things like that. Mm-hmm. We may have a question coming down the pipe here. Okay. You look up the Shami tree on, on, on Wikipedia, they show some nice pictures and things like that. And It's a famous tree. I, th- I think the United Arab Republic, it's their, their national tree or something. Yeah. There's a, like the nim tree, you know, that it's like a, also a sacred tree, but it's, there's a whole people that are studying the nim tree for its medicinal values just to find out what they are. You know, I mean, it's, it's, there can be very pious trees that, <laughs> that have all these properties. 
Because uh, Prabhupada, when he wanted to brush his teeth, he would use, you know, the traditional way in Bengal was to use a, a nim twig because, because of those medicinal properties uh, for, for getting parasites out of your gums and things like that, you know. I think that's all. That's it. Questions, yeah. So we've gotten as far as we'll end up there, and then we'll pick up again next week. At uh, we'll carry on about uh, Shambhala Gram and what's happening there, and the appearance of Lord Kalki. Very good. Okay, until next week. Thank you very much. Srila Prabhupada ki jai, Srimad Bhagavatam ki jai.